Robin, can you still record us? Yeah, I'm recording you right now. Awesome. Yay. Thank the Lord. That's the trick then, I guess. The recording has started, so we can get started right away if you'd like. Okay, I hate Nate. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. We haven't started what? yet. Hey. I, I, hope... yes. <laughs> wait, wait. I mean, we got to introduce it first. Um... <laughs> 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 right, here we go. Cast a six feet under retrospective. I'm your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my six feet undertakers, Moira, Des, and Angry Illyrio. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I warned these guys that maybe they should wait till like the last minute to watch the episode, and for good reason, too, because uh, we had quite the cliffhanger. Oh, boo hoo! I hope he drops dead. <laughs> I am tired of him. I hate cliffhangers. It's funny. I <clears throat> I watched it with my wife uh, last weekend, and she was almost physically angry with me <laughs> that we had to wait till after I was done recording Fishercast over a week later <laughs> to uh, yeah. watch the next one because I don't like having more than one episode in my head at the same time. So, oh, and can I just say you something? know? And I go ahead. Uh, no, I, what I wanted to say was go ahead, Des. <laughs> I'm gonna say I always like to wait until the last minute to watch the episode, but, but I am very tempted after we're done recording to at least watch the first five minutes of the next episode because I really get a cliffhanger like that. Yeah, yeah. And my wife was just like, "Come on, come on, just put it in." And you know what? On the DVDs, there's a next uh, next time. Oh, she trailer. was talking about the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never wear protection. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, um, uh, yeah, so there's a next time trailer on the DVDs, and <laughs> she's like, can we at least watch that? I was like, fine. There might be spoilers in that. Let's just do it. And we put the next time trailer on, and it was just like, if you saw last week Six Feet Under, you <laughs> must have witnessed television's greatest. <laughs> like it was like, and it was just like scenes from the previous episode, and it was just like uh-huh. tune in tonight <laughs> at nine. It's just like nothing from the new episode at all. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna definitely want to get to that ending, but of course we have yeah. to get through Darwin Awards and the entire show first. So. Oh yeah, yeah, the whole show. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> boot it. Let's boot it. <laughs> all right. Booting. Just kidding. Uh, Darwin Awards. <laughs> so we have a story called Human Hitching Post, and it's from 2000, Nevada. On Thursday afternoon, 29-year-old Andrea was working with her young and spirited Arabian horse, which she had won in a lottery the previous year. The animal was only partially trained and still a bit spooky. Every time Andrea tried to don its bridle, the horse threw it back its head and frustrated her efforts. Then Andrea had the brilliant idea of tying a rope around the Arabian's head and fastening the other end 
around her waist to keep the horse from throwing its head back. That way, she would have both hands free to fasten the bridle. But since horses are 500 times stronger than people, according to Deputy Sheriff Lance Modispatcher... According to horse propaganda, you mean. (laughs) ...who reported that the horse spooked again, threw Andrea off her feet, and began running around its paddock, dragging the erstwhile trainer by the rope around her waist. And the rope was short, so she was trampled underneath the horse's feet as it ran. Her father noticed the commotion and ran to help. Unfortunately, his two dogs came with him and started chasing the horse, nipping at its heels. This did not improve Andrea's situation. He finally managed to lock the dogs away and fetch a knife from the house. With the help of a neighbor, he chased the horse down, cut the rope, freeing the lacerated lass. But Andrea had already spent ten minutes under the hoofs of her horse. And she died a few hours later at a local hospital. Nice Was there no fence around to tie the rope? To? I mean, come on. Did this happen in Florida? No. Shut up! Florida is not the stupidest state. <laughs> it was Nevada. Nevada. That's Nevada. a hideous death. Oh. <laughs> Ten minutes under the hoofs of a horse. Oh. Could be worse. You could be putting your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were on already. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. At least he was clothed. All right, we got to get that end of this episode quick, so it might be a quick episode summary. Let's uh, get to a break from Observer Cast, and we'll be right back. Most of what I'm about to show you has not been made public. So how about Fringe? What is that all about? It was really obvious this episode. What? Compared to the other episodes, it was obvious. Olivia Dunn, FBI. She's stupid. That's my theory. It's a good one. Strange things happening. Things like... There's a frog attack. I'm sorry. Don't whip me again. Observer cast. They're really well informed. It's the only podcast that you can find in this particular brand of insanity. So much happened here. And so much is about to. I've been trained for a lot. Hostage crises, chemical attacks. What I've been seeing recently, I'm scared. You can find us by searching for us on iTunes, or you can go to our website, observercast.blogspot.com. I just want to go back to the floor. I don't think you can. And we're back! And, uh, yes, ObserverCast. Fringe intro cast. Awesome. Um, okay, so open casket viewing, and Moira... All right, Season 5, Episode 8, Singing for Our Lives. A young Latina's funeral raises questions about the culture and future of Fisher and Diaz. Claire takes her co-worker Ted to an art school show where not much has changed. Brenda, Brenda gets vital information from her doctor and from Jackie. Nate seeks peace through Maggie's faith. <clears throat> Is that what they call it now? I think that's a strange name for a vagina. I think A, a piece was probably what they meant to write. Ruth goes out for some pampering and gets more than she paid for. I don't think so. Written by Scott Buck and directed by Matt Shackman. Okay. She paid for all of that. <laughs> so luckily for you guys, there was no commentary. So the trivia is limited this this week. Um, we do have to do a, just a quick writer's goodbye to Scott Buck, uh, who wrote episodes such as It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, You Never Know, Everyone Leaves, That's My Dog, one of our biggest episodes, hey. Bomb Shelter and Dancing for Me. Uh, he now writes for and is the executive producer of Dexter. So he didn't stray very far from Michael C. Hall. And... Um, also, a quick note, Matt Shackman or Shakeman directs, and uh, he's gone on to direct the Psych 
Twin Peaks episode, Dual Spires, which is oh. pretty interesting to me. Uh, also, he does a ton of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he recently directed the very creepy episode of Mad Men Mystery Date. So, uh, as we get into the episode, Pilar Sandoval, who looked really familiar to me when I looked her up, uh, she's basically just... She hasn't done anything. I, I was like, she looks. <laughs> I swear, I'm watching her in some show, but nothing. No, she must have one of those faces. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's rollerblading with her dogs. Can't resist the steep hill, and uh, is I killed. think she's a dog sitter that, actually, because she said she yes, was working. Yes, because she was heading out to do some cat stuff later. <laughs> that was the least steep hill I've ever seen. <laughs> Tell me about it. The hill by my house is much steeper than that, and my friend Steve rollerblades up and down that sucker all the time. So she's just she's just not very you know adept at it. She's a sissy. That's what she was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, now that I... driver should not have just taken that turn. Yeah, was there a stop sign there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just picturing her doing the same thing later with cats. <laughs> Come on, cats! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That might lead to a cat death, much akin yeah. to our, to our um, Darwin death. I'm so glad the dogs hey, survived. Let's give it up for these dogs who avoided the car. Right. All the idiot on their yeah. leashes could not. Good dogs. And right. if you were watching closely, the stunt woman was wearing sneakers. <laughs> she's, she's rolling across the rat ground. There's no rollerblades to be seen. Um, they, it was apparently too dangerous to try the stunt with rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. It's just skates. Uh, Illyrio's message to all of you stunt people, toughen up. Yeah, toughen up, man. Learn some learn some coordination <laughs> with your rollerblading. And woman. Yeah. If fast food employees can do it, stunt people can do it. Oh, yeah. It's Le Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Le Sonic. All right. Let's the next on. scene, uh, Brenda is at her ultrasound meeting uh, uh, and talking with Jackie. Scoffing at the whole, well, basically, Nate and her are not broken up as we thought at the end of the last episode. They mm-hmm. tried therapy once, but now they're Nate, putting each other through more misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now Nate wants yeah. her to go to Quaker Church with him. Uh, but uh, she also tells Jackie she didn't tell Nate about the appointment. Doctor Melnick does the ultrasound. She's not totally certain everything's okay, but she does know the sex of the baby. Um, yeah, she really oh, wants okay. to do one of those cash grabbing amnios, doesn't she? <laughs> Dr. Brown. Yes. <laughs> What's the difference between an ultrasound and a sonogram? None. It's just, it's, it's just the same. It's a different word for the same thing. <clears throat> okay. See, that's why she, she was calling it a sonogram, and I was like, okay, that's, you know. Because the full name for ultrasound is ultrasonography. Okay. That's why. Um, that's where it comes from. So. Is that what sonograms look like now or ultrasounds look like now? Because when I had ultrasounds, they didn't look like that. They had the, the you know, the, the answer. Yeah, the answer is no. Normally we do the kind you're used to, although they're much more detailed than they used to be. That one was the sort of three-dimensional one that's an option that they use sometimes. But they just did that to make like it look them. cool for TV, I swear. <laughs> I don't like yeah. them. They look like little aliens. Little. I know. <laughs> when people are so obsessed to know what they're what a fetus looks like. Yeah. But just to like, oh, don't tell me the sex. Don't show me that much detail. Just do your checks and let's move on. 
can we please just move on and then wait for this thing to actually be born and be alive and then throw it all over it? Because it's fun. It gives you a reason to push it out. Find out what it is and what it looks like. I agree. Although, you know, the fact that you're such. My ex-husband made me find out what Gavin's sex was, unfortunately. But not with Skylar, even though I knew she was a girl. You just knew. I just knew. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I, I dreamed the sex of my kids both times. Oh, wow. Really I'm did. very happy Skype didn't make your, your sentence very choppy just now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, moving so on. David and Keith debrief uh, Grandma Ruth uh, on how oh, to take God. care of Darrell and Anthony. She said, no worries. I brought, I brought cookie dough. We're making cookies. And after, um, <laughs> after they leave, uh, Darrell and Anthony confront her about being a witch. <laughs> but she's right oh, about one thing. Looking okay? like one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she's shit. right about chocolate chip cookies because really, there is no one who does not like chocolate chip cookies. At least well, not. Darrell don't. What? Darrell don't. Yeah, well, he hasn't had mine, and he hasn't had Ruth's. So he hasn't had, had mine either. <laughs> Darrell's first reaction seems to always be, "I hate whatever you're about to suggest to me. Let me suggest something better." Of course, <laughs> that's his armor. Fun. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, we have Claire parking. <laughs> oh, Claire, so cute. If I fucking worked with her, I'd be so pissed. If I had to climb in my passenger door because this bitch pull, pulled her hearse in next to me, I'd be so pissed. She's just lucky she has that back um, door that she can, you know, climb out of. Otherwise, she'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad Skype didn't break Dez's uh, connection up either just now. Um, so <laughs> Nate's uh, trying out his Spanish on the Sandoval's. Oh, my God. Nate is the worst human alive. <laughs> uh, has to go get Rico. He, Rico's pissed that he tried. Rubs it in that Nate can't do work on a body while he's taking care of the people. And uh, later, Rico walks them out, and he and Nate get into an argument about uh, racism and how much they spent. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole yeah. Latin honoring their dead. Uh, I'm not convinced that's fair. Uh, meaning if okay what do i know about latino culture nothing i'm canadian <laughs> not that we have no i'm canadian here. too but i know a lot about latino culture. good for you but i don't so i would be interested to know what you know uh, what the reasoning was behind it or I mean, all i'm saying is rico could have yeah. given him that information in a way that was a little bit less bitchy yeah. and yeah. and i think what rico did was perfectly fine because obviously he understands you know what, what mm-hmm. the rationale is behind it and how things work in that culture and that's great but so educate nate so you know make him more aware make him whatever I more culturally rico sensitive is in the same camp that i am which is nate is the worst why should i bother being polite to a piece of garbage <laughs> Uh, okay. See, I agree with Moira. Um, if Nate doesn't know, I don't know. Just fucking educate me. Don't how be a white dick are you people? Don't know. I, what? I said, how white are you people? Very <laughs> <laughs> apparently. I think. Oh, yeah. What do you know about Dutch culture? Shoes. Yeah. So you know, it just depends what you're exposed to, man. That's that's. I don't think there's no way all of us can know everything about every culture. So what I don't know, I'm happy to learn. But just tell me. I don't think exactly. Don't, think don't treat me like an asshole because I don't know. Yeah, that's just okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's back it up a little bit. Okay, all jokes aside. Okay, maybe not all. Uh, not to give the impression that you should know about Latino culture because that's just ridiculous um, when it comes to expectations. But for Nate. I think what really offended Rico, or Ricky, or I forget what I call him now, <clears throat> what really offended the little man is that uh, Nate 
rather than asking him who's supposed to be an equal party to all this to help out, was basically insulting these Latino people by trying to use a dictionary. And I think that set him off. Uh, I thought you were getting to the point I was going to make, but I I think (laughs) think, uh, it was more like uh, Nate, like, jumped down Rico's throat about, like, hey, why are you overcharging? Why are you trying to get money out of these poor people? You're such a horrible person. Uh, that's why it yes. got Rico back on his haunches. Well, maybe it was a bit of both because because Rico did say, you know, you were using them to practice on. And I agree with you, Lirio. That's just tacky. Yeah, that like, is. come on. That's like if a patient comes in and they don't speak English. I don't, I don't know. Let's <laughs> say they're speaking like Polish. I don't pretend to take out my Polish English dictionary and see what I can do. Like okay. I ask them to have a translator, right? That's what you do. Yeah. That's just not very professional. I agree. Okay. Yeah, but I think Nate thought that uh, Rico was just like taking advantage of them because you know but he's that's, a that's like, what it's all man. All about. But see, Nate, Nate's not that. That's not how he does things. That's why, in you know, his view, that's not right. That's David and Rico's kind of thing. I understand that, but it's like. Don't get all high and mighty when you were being a complete and utter piece <laughs> of yeah. garbage to these poor people who lost their daughter. Speaking of David, I don't um, feel he was being a piece of garbage. Nate is a piece of refuse. <laughs> I love it. He's, the, he's the king of refuse. He's the worst. He's, he's managed to become worse than Rico. That takes <laughs> no, no, I will not allow this. <laughs> Rico had a I didn't think it was that bad. Episode, but let's well, later in the episode. Speaking anyway. of David. Yeah, speaking of okay. David. David is uh, at this crematory uh, considering buying it. And the owner is a huge fan of the Fishers, not Fisher and DS. Hate oh. this old white person. Uh-huh. Thank you, TV tropes. Let's move on. <laughs> sure, that's not a TV trope. Old white people tend to be racist. <laughs> um, Claire uh, is taking all these coffee orders. And when she comes out of the coffee shop with all these coffees, she sees Anita again. Anita! Hey. Yay! Oh, holy, holy awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, as much as I bitched about the art school gang, <laughs> I kind of seeing them. I, I kind of miss them. It was so At much fun seeing them again this episode. I didn't get ahead of things, but oh man. It was. There's so much more fun than the work people. Interesting. I think yeah. it's really funny that we had the poll last week in the group of which friends were the worst. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the art school kids back the next week just to remind you that yeah. how much more interesting they are than mm-hmm. soy blueberry yeah. latte or whatever the hell Johnny was trying In a regular cup. No, a regular one a big cup. As someone who has a uh, Starbucks gold card now, I can't comment on any coffee shop things. You're correct, the doctor. <laughs> okay. We, we need to work on talking over people. <laughs> Sorry. We're, getting, we're all excited. I know excited. this episode has us all excited, but it's hard to understand you guys sometimes. <laughs> well, I can understand sort of. And that um, the recording will hopefully reflect that. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Anita is uh, inviting Claire to to go to the junior show, Lack Arts Junior Show. So yeah, and I was thinking, yes, go, 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 because I want to see everybody. Ruth, uh, yeah. Ruth was, was I? Um, sorry. sorry, guys, was I the only one really, really frightened that Billy would be there? I didn't even think about Billy. Uh, Billy is going to rape this girl. I, I could. Ugh, oh no! I. Gonna do something I, didn't, I didn't think about Billy either. All right. Maybe I'm obsessed with Billy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who was on? 
Uh, Ruth is excited to serve some cookies, but the boys aren't answering. Meanwhile, in the parking garage, <laughs> David sees them drive by. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, little bastard. I was, you know what I was confused about? I thought at first it was a stolen car because my brain said, okay, David and Keith both yeah. left for their respective jobs. I'm assuming they each took their own vehicle. Yeah. So when this thing, this big SUV came careening around the corner, I just thought, oh my God, not only is he driving, but he stole a car. I don't, yeah, I that thought the same sense. thing. That doesn't make sense. You're right. Why wouldn't yeah. Keith drive his own giant SUV to uh, his job? Yeah. He must have carpooled. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess. But still, it was just, oh my God, I was so shocked. You would think taking care of Roger, he would need access to his vehicle, though. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, Nate is happy Brenda's going with him to Quaker Church. Uh, and on the way there, Brenda tells him the good news about the baby, but Nate still isn't convinced, still calling it a bit. And Brenda says they're having a girl, which kind of makes things a little bit more real for Nate, I believe. These two people are so far apart in how they approach everything that it's just, yeah. <sighs> um, it's it, ooh, not just tiresome to watch, but it's, it's more than that. I don't even know the word for it. Cringeworthy. Yeah. Yes. Cringeworthy. Thank you. You just, oh, you just want them to shit or get off the pot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Jackie's yes. advice that's my later. Favorite yes. expressions. Is it Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually have Polish blood. I'm not Dutch friends. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ruth doesn't like us. This is the all racial encompassing. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth doesn't like David lecturing to him uh, to her and takes her cookies as a result. David tells the boys they're grounded, but they can't tell Keith about it. Oh God. Uh, Which is a really I, oh, bad parenting move, just as yes. Okay, not good. You don't do no, that, don't but still it's pretty ever, Don't ever do that ever, 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 ever. Bad, bad, bad. We're all wagging our fingers. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Nate and Brenda come into this quiet Quaker church arguing. <laughs> <laughs> That was embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever. You know, okay, if you have to go to church, Quaker church is better. There's no stupid sermons. There's no preacher up there. <laughs> I think I could handle that one, although it'd be a little boring. But the contrast with, with these peaceful people sitting there and the two of them and all their anger <laughs> and turmoil just, you know, just invading that quiet space. It's just mm. it's palpable. It's it's like yeah. an infection spreading. But, you know, it's terrible. The Quakers then in their lovely songs said they were quiet, angry people. I know. I thought, gee, Nate fits oh, right in. Nate really? fits right <laughs> in that piece <laughs> of refuse. <laughs> Glad to know I, I wasn't was... the only one who thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for them to start actually quaking that's the reason they got their name <laughs> no i think it's a wow. copyright issue with oats oh <laughs> um so yeah maggie gestures them to a pew and they take a seat right across the aisle from them so oh, they can sit there and it. stare at her mm. um, we take a little quick break to see vanessa getting ready to go party with angelica and rico gives her a little bit of a guilt trip on the way out the door Rico. Oh, Vanessa. When oh, will both, both of you both, learn? Both of them. They're, they're as snipey as Brayton. Brayton? Brayton Ninda? <laughs> it's Nate and Brenda. <laughs> we haven't shipped names here yet, have we? <laughs> no. <sighs> Brayt? <laughs> Nagy? Stop. No, please. No, I didn't At mean At Quaker that. Church. Uh... It's, a, it's a mistake. 
people all stand up and make little speeches. Even an old lady just needs a ride. <laughs> we see time. I thought that was adorable. It's <laughs> awesome. We see time passing slowly for poor Brenda. Nate stands up and decides that he's going to have his, he's going to make a speech too. And he just tells everybody it's nice to be in a place of peace. And then looks to Maggie for approval before taking Brenda's hand. And then an old guy starts the Quaker singing, singing for their lives. On the ride home, Brenda sighs and looks sad. And, you know, I forgot until here that um, Brenda is completely non-religious. And, you know, Nate's, you know, he's he's got that belief in God. That's really kind of hard to... Um, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, when you're in a relationship, that's really a big deal when you guys have two separate beliefs like that. Yeah, I think it is, too. It's difficult. Been there, done that. (laughs) I do believe that, um, but if you are a good couple, that you should at least support each other if you start to shift your beliefs around a little bit. I don't think – I I mean, I'm in a a place where I'm not sure, you know, I'm going to have the same belief as I did last year or as as I would – next year you know i think Mm -hmm. you know uh, i don't know i guess faith is you know it's 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 tough to just say okay i'm as of 2008 this marriage ceremony i'm not going to change my mind about anything (laughs) so well it's one of those things that when you're going into a relationship it's much easier to um kind of be a cohesive couple if you share similar faith or you know not absence of faith you know yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. but if you don't it doesn't mean you can't make it work unless you're someone like nate and brenda yeah yeah it's almost like saying okay we're getting married i'm going to be a rocket scientist next year uh i don't want to be a rocket scientist i want to be a writer and the other person Um, going screw you sorry there's a slight Light difference between do I believe it is supernatural sky beard or <laughs> what I want to do is my vocation. I'm just saying it affects uh, it affects your all life. All I'm saying is, in case anybody out there is wondering, I'm in the camp of people that would change partners. Okay. If there was such a shift in actually believing how reality works, uh, which is what I perceive this to be. So, <clears throat> Brenda, yeah, get the hell out of there. <laughs> I see what you're saying, though, Robin. That makes sense, too, in a way, you know, I mean, because sometimes you do change what you believe fundamentally and your partner doesn't. Well, things so. evolve over time and experience right. and life situations. And I think I think the, what we're all saying, really, is the key is, is if you're in a relationship, you you need to be in tune with what's happening with your partner and you need to listen yes. and you need to be open and you need to hear where they're coming from. And these two people, Brenda and Nate... Don't do that. Right. No, they don't. And so this is, a, this is a major problem for them because it's such a big uh, mm-hmm. part of who they are. Yeah. And yeah. they can't reconcile, you know, their beliefs and support each other in their beliefs. And they're going to have some major problems. Yeah, yeah. It's a lack, it's, in a way, it's a fundamental lack of respect, you know? Exactly. And I'd like yeah. to take what you said, Moira, which is not just being in tune with what they believe and what they're thinking and what's going on. Keep your ears and eyes open for signs that you should not be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Way too many people don't do that. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Way too many people are like, oh, love, everything will work out. It'll be great. It'll be great. What do you mean you believe in God? Yeah. Like, like don't have, that? don't expect people to change. You oh, know, God. Yes. that's such right. a mistake. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Or Except when they do. Don't put blinders on because yeah. you're desperate to be with someone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Man, we could give the best damn. We could start a relationship podcast. We totally should. <laughs> We should. Can I just yeah, make one should. statement I in this Quaker church? I just want to stand up and just say, I believe in love. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I believe that the children are our future. <laughs> I did not mean to invoke Whitney Houston. <laughs> Can we move on? Speaking of I sad, uh, Ruth is- I believe that when there is nothing left to burn, you must set yourself on fire. <laughs> Speaking of sad, Ruth is cutting her own hair. Uh, oh my god. She, she's using like nail scissors. Oh. <laughs> she's got too much hair for that. I thought she was just sneaking off the odd little split end. I didn't realize that was her yeah. vi- version of how to give an entire haircut. <laughs> That's what I thought at first, too. Like, was she raised by a drill sergeant? <laughs> Claire still tells Come her. Come here, Maggot! You will cut your own hair with me. Drop and give me 40. <laughs> Claire tells her to stop being sad and go to a salon. Did any of you guys go, oh. I forgot he existed. I forgot he existed. I forgot what the hell he did for a living. I I love him. I love him. (laughs) So I love him even more. On, um, on like, looking back on Ruth's many relationships, I don't know why I didn't like Hiram out of anyone. I remember that. I like the actor. I like Ed Begley Jr. So <laughs> he was the best of all her, you know, her guys. Uh, he was know. kind of milk toasty, but at least he was um, not insane, healthy, normal, whatever. Not crazy. Not involved <laughs> with the mob. Oh, <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he like dump her though? Like yes. fall in love with somebody else? Yes. But oh yeah, know. but she was seeing um, what's his face at that time. The Russian. Uh, uh, yeah. Nikolai. Nikolai. Who was the Nikolai, best? Yeah. best? He was the best for a while, and then his story got stupid. Anyway, uh, so we're back with Nate and Brenda. And uh, Nate asks Brenda if she wants to go back to Quaker Church, and she's kind of scoffing about it. And uh, Nate, unfortunately, already talked to Maggie earlier this morning and said he offered her a ride, so he's got to go. Brenda doesn't want to go. She's concerned about Nate buying it into it too easily. And Hold on. Go ahead. I'm interrupting you because I'm a jerk. Uh, Brenda's comment about it's 8.30 in the morning, you've already spoken to Maggie, <laughs> is mm-hmm. a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Red yes. flag. Huge. And already in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's well, going to. He will. This is the end of Nate as we know it. Oh. Me too. Or me actually, too. it's a continuation of this asshole. After last episode, where she came up and saw them talking, and, you know, they had that fight, and we thought they kind of split up a little bit. Why is he still talking to her? I mean, I just don't, I don't, apparently he just gives absolutely not a shit to whether, what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's he's doing what he wants, just like Brenda told him to mm-hmm. do. And Brenda is doing what you guys were talking about earlier, about just like being in love and holding, putting the blinders on, being like, you know, yep. this is he's I'm keeping doing... it together, and I'm just going to put the blinders on. It's, this must be me. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's. I think you're right, Robert. And I think Nate is this scared little boy, and he just <sighs> reaches for whatever is the most convenient comfort food, usually in the shape of a vagina. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, so she calls him out on distancing himself from her and the baby because he's scared and doesn't know what to do. And he'd rather be with that sad little ferret. Oh! <laughs> That's great! Hey, oh. she's a deeply kind person! <laughs> she's a sad little ferret. And I'm not! <laughs> uh, if you're so unhappy, why don't you leave? Uh, and Nate says, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I gotta go to work. Okay. <laughs> yes! He immediately follows that up with, I have to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> but totally spoken out of spite, right? Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's so loving. Yeah. You're Jeez. punished. It, it made <clears throat> me, me think like he, like of Lisa. Hmm. You know? He's yeah. here, he's not going anywhere because he has no choice. You know, he <laughs> made the commitment. Now he's going to stay and hate every second of it, make everybody around him miserable, hmm. and blah, blah, blah. She just die and solve everyone's problem yeah yeah oh, wait. Benny, oh, wait, that no, we haven't gotten close. to the end yet <laughs> theories can follow after that um benny the neighbor stops by <laughs> to see keith with his 280 dollar car mirror <laughs> so yeah keith has now found out about Darrell. uh ted stops by Claire's desk to rifle through her things and steal her cookies. Um, finds out why Claire drives a hearse and he offers her a date trade. You go with me to my frat brother reunion and I'll go talk to your intolerable art friends. And Kristen Wiig is looking gels. Oh man, Kristen. Kristen. <laughs> oh, Kristen, sorry. Yeah. Now we have the big Fisher and Diaz meeting. Three proposals for reinvesting their bonuses into the business. Number one, David wants a crematory. We saw that. Yeah. Rico wants a Spanish-speaking employee to do community outreach in the Latino community. And Nate wants to reinvent the funeral business. <laughs> Green okay. Nate say. is crazy. I am on Rico's side. Rico, 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 all the way. I agree. I vote for Rico. Yeah, I would say you know, it's going to be a Los Angeles, tonight. there's a huge... Community. Yeah. And these white guys are like, why do we need that? I know. He's just had a perfect example of in what way he's, he can't do this. And and the fact that not to be really crass, but in okay, if they are customers who wish to, you know, have relatively lavish ceremonies and that's good for your business, okay. That hello. Yeah. That's what you do for a living, boys. Exactly. Yes. I mean, you might as well take advantage of the situation and, you know, do the best job you can and make it work. If you're going to draw in these people because of the name of your business, because Diaz is in it, you might as well do it right. I or can't put it in a different way, recognize Rico is actually an asset in some ways, you know? I can't yes, believe at the end of the, towards the end of the series, we're all agreeing that Rico's right. <laughs> I know it's At funny. It We're actually on his well, side. In one the blue moon, he has a good idea. <laughs> a broken clock is right twice yeah. a day. <laughs> uh, we yeah. have a quick scene where Ruth stops in to see Hiram for some trim. I mean, exactly. for a trim. Um, meanwhile, uh, Claire, the soap opera star from Holland, hangs at the frat buddy <laughs> reunion with Ted. <laughs> they chit chat. Um. <laughs> Then we go to can, I, can I just say one little thing? Yes. I, I didn't think I was going to like Ted, but I'm actually liking their interactions. Yes. Oh, yes. Hold on. I know. I, I know. Ted I know. Ted is no, just probably. after another notch in his lawyer belt. No, but <laughs> ugh, but I am kind but of liking it. He's still fun. He is fun. Mm-hmm. Keith and uh, Darrell get into an argument about the whole incident <laughs> with the mirror. Um, and Darrell pulls a knife 
and Keith's cop mode clicks on. And he gets... Was I the only one, like, really turned on by Keith's cop mode reaction? <laughs> nope. You were not. <laughs> no, you weren't the only one. Awesome. David looks terrified. Did you make it unanimous? No. I... <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Robin. You have to ruin everything. Uh, <laughs> damn you. Uh, so, Claire introduces Ted to Russell. <laughs> oh, wow. Russell's doing really well. Oh, my God. I thought he was a homeless guy. At first. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't recognize him? <laughs> Russell, uh, was, Russell was apparently hit by a car recently. <laughs> you, know, you know what? The good thing is, at least we didn't have to look at his horrible hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was going to say, at least he, he had that hat on. I, it looks like he might have had a haircut, too. But poor Russell. He is so pathetic. I mean, <laughs> he is the most pathetic sad sack thing ever. Uh, he thinks Ted's a Secret Service agent. Um, warns him <laughs> of ninjas. Uh, after Russell walks away, Jimmy and Anita come up. Jimmy is scared of Russell. And Anita explains how Jimmy got a blowjob from Russell. And now Russell is in love. Well, you would think you would learn after a few times that any time Russell, like, has any kind of intimate act with you, he's going to fall in love. It happened to Claire, and it happened to Anita. You know, I mean, it happened with on, Olivia? guys. Yes. <laughs> um, Poor guy. Yeah, Illyrio, were you, uh, was it all coming back to you about these arts? Oh, movies? man, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was just great. It was like. Claire was catching up with them as the, at the same time I was catching up with them. Right. It was fantastic. It was a it was a wonderful series of scenes. And uh, can we please get to the part where it gets really crazy? Well, please? first we have to uh, talk about how Rico is contemplating necrophilia. Uh, no, he's oh. not. He's <laughs> not. Go ahead, explain it. Later. I don't. Sorry. Oh. oh, that's unfair. <laughs> Because, frankly, if you're there alone with a body and you're contemplating it, you would just do it. <laughs> oh. um, there would be no, like, time about that. You just do it. He's, he's putting blush on the dead girl. And then she starts talking to him about how horrible Vanessa's being to him. <laughs> and how she Uh-oh. would never treat him that way. She would never. She would let him be the man of the house. She would forgive him. She would forgive him twice. <laughs> and then she's, she's not speaking to him from the thing. She's speaking to him from the other table. And then she approaches him and looks all sexy. So I guess that's what you mean by contemplating necrophilia? Yes. I think he's just contemplating Mexicans. (laughs) Yes. Because you don't want one of the Puerto Rican bitches with razor blades in their pussies. You know what I'm saying? Just the thought of razor blade vaginas. Well, there are many, many, many myths throughout the world with vagina dentata at the center of them. It's not restricted to fiction. Have you seen teeth? I haven't, but I've heard of it. (laughs) Okay, so back to the... It's because men are just... They're afraid of our vaginas. That's the bottom line. They are terrified of them. Definitely. Back back to the art show. Uh, Claire finds (laughs) Russell uh, outside the bathroom, sad about Jimmy, and he submits he just wants to be just like him. And Claire finally apologizes about the collage scandal. Yes! How cleansed. (laughs) That felt like me watching our little girl Claire grow up. Yeah, I like it. A pair of fucking pantyhose. (laughs) Am I the only one who was hoping that she'd go back to art school and quit that job? Yep. (laughs) Oh, it's still possible. I um, I think it would be cool if she uh, got in touch with her artistic roots again. I just don't necessarily know if she needs to do it at art school. I think she's beyond art school at this point. Yeah. 
Well, but can we say? Oh, well, I don't think she's going to find it at that job. <laughs> can we say that the wrestler has also mentioned that he wants to be Jimmy, but he hates Jimmy? <laughs> I think that's a very important bit there. Mm-hmm. Is that I want to be like you, but I hate you so much. Yeah. Uh, well, Ru- Russell's always had a just a, such a deep core insecurity. It's just oh, enormous. Yes. So. Um, and then Olivier. she has a nice mentor-mentee talk with Olivier, and uh, he sees that. And he wasn't annoying. I loved wasn't this. He scene. awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. He, he was not pretentious. As no, he was honest. Yeah, I think he's talking to her like he's on. She's on the level ground with him, uh, you know. Finally, like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it says that she lost her self righteousness, but it appears <laughs> that maybe she hasn't. And we find out that Billy quit teaching, crushed by Claire. We haven't Good. haven't heard from Billy. Um, and Olivia is humiliated because only Margaret's buying his work, and he says, you know, hey, sometimes you need a resting period, you know, with your art. Then Russell tries to take down Jimmy's lollipop. That was the best part ever. Not because he tried to take it down, but because it's indestructible. <laughs> and then and, uh, a fight breaks up between him and Jimmy. You ruined my joke. I said he could not move that sucker. <laughs> I don't think it was ruined at all. Oh, love it. Uh, art school kids art school kids and I could just so easily mug them (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to beat them up take that last Russell hissed at Jimmy in their little slap fight (laughs) oh my god that was so pathetic they were like two girls (laughs) don't be sexist (laughs) I'm very sexist thank you (laughs) Uh, um Keith is boxing up all the sharp objects, uh, including the chopsticks, <laughs> and he's talking to David about how he's going to put a, put a lock on uh, Darrell's door. Good parenting, guys. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Claire realizes all her friends are exactly where she left them, and we get a very close to a kiss by the car in the dark parking garage, <laughs> um, but it doesn't happen. Anyone else wondering why... Uh, 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 Kirsten Wig didn't uh, show up in Santa Claire. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That's what I was hoping would happen. I thought that I want Claire stabbed, but you know. It would have been fun. I think Billy and Kirsten Wig should have like a Mickey and Mallory type affair and go on a mass murdering spree together. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Ruth brings Hiram home and we can tell that she is majorly horny. Yeah. yeah, baby. <laughs> Sorry. The next scene, Janice finally tells Brenda to shut the fuck up. Uh, oh. Yes. Awesome. Yes. You want to change the relationship, you need to change change yourself. Uh, if you want to op- want him to open up, you need to open up to him. Do you guys agree? This is ugh, this is typical like uh, female male differences and everything you know. It's always uh, it seems like it's uh, a lot of the times the the woman who's like making changes to make things work all the time. But would it be the, this be the same advice you would give to a guy in this situation as well? Yeah, but you know that doesn't happen as often. 
It's usually the woman trying to hold on to things, in my experience. I don't know. I've seen it both ways. I must be a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know well, you are, Robin. That's okay. Yeah. We that's, that's a new. <laughs> we love you for it. And I'm out! Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Ruth, uh, in the next scene, spontaneously suggests a camping trip the next oh, morning. Oh, God. She's manic. <laughs> She just wants to have fun. But she's, I, I love how much time she spent with her hair down this episode. Yeah. Yeah, hair down Ruth is a better Ruth. Yes, I agree. Um, Anthony tells Keith the next scene that uh, Darrell is just trying to have as much fun as he can before they're sent back. Oh. Aww. Oh, okay. Who, who did not? I mean, seriously, how did um, David and Keith not know this? I have watched enough TV and movies to know that every foster kid or newly adopted kid over the age of two assumes they're going to be sent back. So they're going to act out so they get sent back sooner so they don't get their hearts broken. If there's one thing, and this might come off incredibly homophobic, but... um, But... But... (laughs) I'm going to say it anyway. If there's one thing that all gay people have seen, it's Annie. Okay? <laughs> I, even, oh, even, yeah, even, you did true. not just go there. Even straight guys. <laughs> I'm trying to cover them as best I can. But come Man, on. Let's just defend every Russian <laughs> demographic we possibly can. Hey, I, I love you. I love Annie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just covering all our bases, folks. <laughs> Hey, redhead, that was stop hurting the blood of Christian babies. (laughs) (laughs) That was a a dick comment. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, moving on. uh, At the Sandoval Wake, Rico is really good with the priest, the creepy dove guy, and the parents. Um, And Nate realizes that he's not needed. (laughs) Did you say creepy dove guy? He is creepy. Look at that ponytail. Uh, in the next scene, Ted finally gets what he wants. A kiss in the supply room. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was watching an episode of MASH. <laughs> Spoilers. Your lips are hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank. Oh, Margaret. A- any last words about uh, Claire Her and Ted brother. before we move, o- move on? Where art thou? Oh. I like this game. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> Nate shows up at Maggie's early to pick her up. They sit down to talk. Uh, Nate talks about the tension and resentment in his and Brenda's relationship. They bond over their dads making them I guess stay I was wrong. And Maggie is a dirty little home wrecker. <laughs> but she's really good at looking guilty throughout. Yeah. <laughs> little ferret. Oh, wait, maybe she's just looking sad. <laughs> Being a ferret. May I continue? She- She's the one that reached out and touched his hand. Uh-huh. Yes, she that is. was the right home wrecker. Home wrecker. Mm-hmm. Uh, With awful breasts. Yeah. <laughs> I was not just, impressed in the slightest. Well, they're just small breasts. No, it, I would it, it, love her breasts. There was some disproportionate stuff going on, but anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I'm assuming I'm the only one that left it on pause for that long at that moment. <laughs> so I will. I, I will forgive you guys not paying as much attention to those breasts. I was completely surprised by them. I, I was like, whoa! <laughs> Isn't that the way you always feel? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, well, hello there. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to see you. You just seem like completely <laughs> not at all. At all. 
It wasn't okay. titillating. So, it wasn't part of needed in the scene. <laughs> so <laughs> Brenda's sitting at Quaker Church. Yes. Oh, the knife in the heart right at the end worse. of this. Yes. Yeah, wasn't that just, that just, ki- that was killer. Oh, because oh. I was like, I was I was thinking, okay, maybe they won't get caught. Because you know what? I don't care that they're having an affair. That's not the problem. Even though Maggie is ridiculously uh, unattractive in every way possible. But I don't like the whole getting caught thing. That's the problem I have with don't affairs on TV. But I was thinking, okay, well, now they're going to get caught because, you know, Brenda's there at church and they're not. But then um, later I was thinking, well, maybe they won't get caught because, you know, something happens. But maybe they, they probably will because they're probably going to have to do- tell the doctor why it happened or whatever, if he's even alive. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just want to quickly I'm mention, too much I just want to quickly mention, uh, you know, Nate's feelings going into this. He was, he says, He's talking about how he thought he was helping people. Now he feels useless. And he feels useless totally, not just at work. And uh, he can't do anything about this baby. And then she tells him that sometimes life is scary. And that's when it all starts. The reassuring touch on the hand, the kiss, and her falling under a spell. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, uh, in summary, Nate is a, is a, is a man-child who needs constant reassuring and mothering. And he's with someone who actually happens to be a strong woman. And apparently he resents that. So uh, why don't you just go fuck a ferret? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, and he does. In the next scene, we have Rico upset at Vanessa because he just she made dinner and just ate without him, started eating without him. Um, says that she doesn't want to be his wife and love him. He's just going to have to move out. And she says she can't. I like... I, I- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, she said she can't get over what he did to her, and that she's trying. I like this scene because I like, okay, I like that um, Vanessa was punishing Rico for being <laughs> yeah. such a fucking douchebag. Yeah. However, I can only watch so much of it before mm-hmm. it's like, okay, give me a break. And I like this scene because I think that um, they did need to communicate. Just having him move back yeah. in was not the right way to do it. They need to actually communicate. And, you know, now they can either work on getting past it or completely just sever things. Well, they, they share a little laugh over the whole salty pasta and decide to go to go out to dinner together. So maybe yes. we have a good start. Yeah, you feel like they may have just turned a page. Yeah. Yep, and yep, yep, that, yes. Great. Now we can have a little forward movement. Yeah. Yes. I think they might be able to work things out. Yeah. Uh, the Charles Dash Fisher family eat with their plastic silverware. <laughs> <laughs> Keith says he's taking a vacation and they're all going away together. And uh, Darrell doesn't like the place where they're going, so we're going there as well. And uh, in fact, there's going to be many vacations that they're going to all take together. Yay! Yeah, that was a really, really lovely moment. But can I just well, uh, rewind a little bit sure. and the little kid, what's his name, Michael? Anthony. 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 Michael Anthony. <laughs> when Anthony... <laughs> says, who's going to watch us while you're on vacation? He's he's a whiny kid. Oh, my God. He's worse than Darrell. He is worse than Darrell. Yeah. Isn't Michael Anthony the bass player for Van Halen? He was. Oh. Now it's uh, Eddie's son. Oh, okay. Wolfgang Amadeus. uh, (laughs) Get in the band through nepotism. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, We go quickly to the camping trip where Ruth is feeling completely free. (sighs) 
And I, is she wearing mom pants in this I one? I hope she she's, brought her ex. She's got her camping mom pants on. Um, I hope she, you hope she brought her what? Her ecstasy. Ex. Her ecstasy. Oh, nice. <laughs> she brought George? What? Uh, her, her ex. Her ex. You know, the, the thing about Ruth is, okay, she always just latches on to the next thing and then wholly embraces it and runs along headlong, doesn't think it through. So Nate, it's fun Nate, to see. Sorry? Nate alert. Nate yeah. alert. Yeah. So it's fun <laughs> to see Harm again, but, you know, I don't know that I give a shit really what yeah. happens with them in I a way. At this point, I couldn't give a fuck about most of these people. Uh, <laughs> Four episodes later. Let's go to the last scene. Ma- Maggie doesn't well, doesn't have okay. a uh, warm afterglow, so to speak. Um, oh, she feels lots of shame. She might as well be in the penalty box. Mm. Yeah, she's she a might sad have. little ferret. Nate yeah. gets up to go, but gets a little tingling in his arm. His nar- arm is na- his narm, his arm narm, and then he falls over. What a heavy rotation that was. That was awesome. So, um, Dr. Brown, mm-hmm. was that a heart attack? Because That's a stroke. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. At first, I was like, well, tingling in your arm, you know, you can get, like, a heart attack. But then he was, like, doing the whole, like, stuttering thing that reminded me of a stroke. What, what yeah, was, it? That, what was yeah. it? I would vote for stroke. That's what he did at the drive. Okay, drive what about drive. the ABL? Well, this is the Any weird. Any chance of that coming back? Um, the answer is, yeah, they actually can regrow, but I'd be wondering if it would be more likely that there was some kind of scarring or a blood vessel aneurysm, something like that that might've developed and then boom, it just went kablooey and exploded. Could it be psychosomatic? Mm, Nah. All right. Thank you. Just because he's not built that way. Yeah. Okay. So thoughts as we fade so, away here. So um, was he thoughts? dead? Was he just lying there? Because can I? You know what's funny? I when I, I don't know you guys felt, but when I saw him can just lying, yes, 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 we can hear you, but we're talking over you. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> his eyes were open, so he's not. He wasn't dead. I don't think he was dead. Well, but, people when they die, they don't always close their eyes. You know? I know, but he just those eyes had life in them. Like when people die and their eyes are still open, they lose the life in them. You can you can see they're dead. I, do you know what I mean? Well, he, I can't on TV because the person's not actually dead. <laughs> but, but, real, but anyway, I just I don't think they were look, making it look like he had died, yeah. died. And his whole body hadn't relaxed the way a dead person does, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, I don't think he was dead. But what I found funny was I didn't care. Like, I, yeah. I was shocked that I thought, fine, whatever, die, you know? So, okay. Wow. okay. Moira. <laughs> so, say, okay, they call the ambulance, right? And um, Maggie has time to put her pants on before she the ambulance. She better have time to put her pants on. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. It should, yeah, she should, no problem. She's got one pair of pants to put on. That's all. Her shirt's already on. It should be a problem. But anyways, say she bra. puts her pants on before the ambulance comes. Does she, do they have to tell them they're having sex? I mean, does that matter if it's a stroke? I think so, right? Um, Heart rate and all that. Truthfully, it probably doesn't matter. He could have been going for a run and the same thing could have happened. Or it might have nothing to do with the physical exertion. Because if you look at the timing of it, he wasn't in the middle of orgasm when this happened. This was right. long afterwards. So honestly, no, I don't think medically it's going to matter. Damn, if she says that or not. Like, it's not okay, like so the- holding back critical information if she doesn't tell the ambulance guys. So they don't have to get caught because they could say he showed up. Had a stroke. They went to the ambulance. That's why they weren't at 
church, Brenda. And then as soon as Brenda finds out what time mm-hmm. the ambulance showed up, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, because oh, Nate was all like, like, I guess we like a, you know, like a two minute man. No, he because said the thing get- is yeah. right. Because realistically, what would happen is he he arrives, he has his stroke in I don't know fifteen minutes. She calls the ambulance. She is then going to contact Brenda and say, "Meet us at the hospital." So she's going to figure out the timing. Uh, may I point out? I don't think he had his socks and shoes on. I I, I could be wrong. I would complete the dress. Yeah, it won't take that long to put that stuff on him. She could have it done before the ambulance gets there. Jeez. Man, you're all just nefarious. I know. (laughs) I just don't want to do the drama of Brenda finding out. Oh, it's just, I don't want to do the drama. Four more episodes. You won't have to do the drama anymore. (laughs) I can't believe in a way there are only four more episodes. Mm -hmm. Robin, did they know this was their final season when they did this? Oh, yeah. They they promoted this as the final season. I'm just just checking. All the posters had the green hearse driving off into the sunset. The final season of Six Feet Under. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, Okay, so if we don't have anything else left to say for right now, let's go on and take a break and hear from our friends at the Ramjack Podcast. Ram and Jack? Yes. Both. Both. We get them both. Hi, guys. I'm Alex, and with me is Brad. Yay! And we are Ram Jack. Chosen Don't watch Twilight to learn what love is. No, listen to Tina Turner to find out what love is. True that. Freaks on the China. Never mattered before. Mr. Belvedere is all about incest. <laughs> Standing on the edge of tomorrow. Today. Today. Oh, no. Babies. <laughs> The most awkward experience I've ever had with a dog wasn't awkward for me so much as it was for the dog. By the way, we're back in the tour universe. Yeah. Polar bears. Ah! Don't make me say it. Say it. No. You want me in charge of you. Sign this contract. (laughs) That contract will never hold up in court. Brave hearts. Fighting for the rights of all the dreamers. Yeah. You can find us online at curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack. Not so much a forward slash. There's backslashes and there's slashes. I get it confused. Forward slash is a thing. <laughs> it's a lie. Perpetrated <laughs> by the government. And you can also find us on iTunes. Yay, go there. Search Ramjack. Find it. Get it. Keep it. Okay, we're back. And uh, yes, check that <laughs> podcast out. One of the funniest uh, rib busters I've ever listened to. Um, <laughs> am I overselling it? No. Do I just have to? No. All I have to say is, and that's it. I'm, I'm falling over. <laughs> Damn snake! <laughs> I want the trench coat snake. I want to see it. God, that cracks me. I'm sorry, so what did you say, Moira? I want. I want to see the the snakes in the trench coat. Okay, I'll send you a picture later. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> those one-eyed snakes I see all the time. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Fisher of the week. Fisher of the week. Fisher of the week is. Can I go first? Yes, Keith. Keith, why? Keith, because first of all, he he took that kid's threatening posture and turned him into his bitch. <laughs> so that was awesome. And as a sometimes every once in a while frustrated parent, that is awesome. But most importantly, he recognized the issue. After a six-year-old explained it to him <laughs> and decided that he was going to change things by changing himself and changing his attitude about the kids and realizing that the problem isn't that they're no good. The problem is, 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 is that they're, they're, they're just afraid. 
they're afraid of being sent back and you should have watched more shows on TV with adopted kids and you would have known this already. But now that Keith is aware, he makes an effort to make things better and I believe he does. Go, Keith, go. Excellent. All right, can I go? Oh, Moira? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually voting for Claire because I thoroughly enjoy watching her be able to look back at her art school friends and feel like she's moved ahead in her life. And um, she seems to be just in a better place. Plus, I think I'm voting for her partly because I had so much fun watching that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Claire, kind of. So that, that's that's why. I, I love what you said about Keith. I, I totally think, yeah, all that's valid. But some for some reason, I just was enchanted by Claire this time. And that's I, thing was awesome. I'm also going to pick um, Claire because for the exact same reasons that Moira picked her, I had so much fun watching her, uh, you know, re um, uh, enact. With, uh, oh God, fuck! Reconnect <laughs> with her um, art uh, school buddies. Re- yes, reconnect with her art school friends. <laughs> Thank you. English Rico? is not my first language. Oh, no. And um, I think that she could possibly, I mean, she's she's grown up a little lately, and she could possibly navigate this thing with Ted without being a total moron. So I'm hoping that she does. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I liked Claire a lot this episode. I agree, Claire. Grow, you beautiful redheaded sunflower. Grow. Love you, Claire. Okay. (laughs) I ruined things by picking Keith. But I didn't, because I am right. Keith is a close second place for for me. I was considering him. Mine too. (laughs) I typed Claire here, so Claire. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have a a good amount of listener feedback here. Uh, Listener eulogies, I should say. It's our feedback section. Um, We have one from (laughs) Will, a voicemail from Ina. I'm yes, Ina. 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 This is Ina. two podcasts I screwed her name up on. Uh, we have some last-minute emails from Matt and Brad. So mm-hmm. um, who wants to go ahead? Wills was the first one that came in. Who wants to read Wills? I'll, re- I'll read Wills. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. It says singing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> hey, FisherCast, I I couldn't find your number, which might be good since I probably wouldn't remember everything I wanted to say if I was leaving a voicemail. That's because we don't have one anymore, Will. Voice memo. Uh, I enjoyed this episode much more than the previous few. Me too. Uh, Brenda, blah, blah, blah. Just shut up. Nate too. I knew something (laughs) was going to happen with Nate. HBO Go on the Xbox doesn't keep your playlist in order, so I've been seeing the thumbnails for the next episode. Spoiler which is Nate in the hospital and the rest of the season for months now. Damn you, HBO Go. Anyway, I guess... How dare he spoiled us by saying Nate had to go to the hospital? What the heck? Well, I think we figured that out. That's okay. That's okay, Well, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of common sense. Uh, Anyway, I guess Brenda's going to find out about Nate's affair, though it shouldn't surprise. (laughs) I have to keep it surprised. I, I, want, I, I want someone to write an email that Des will read that says, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I will read that. I'm not scared to read that. No, uh, um, yeah, exactly. I, 
I felt bad for Ruth with those boys, but at least she got some loving later in the episode. I'm so glad Keith hasn't smacked that kid yet, and I'm glad their family situation took a turn for the better. As much as I previously hated Claire's art school friends, they were welcome here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're not so bad. They're not so bad compared to her coworkers. <laughs> I want to make Claire my fisher of the week. Is this allowed? Take care, Will. <laughs> yeah, she's, yes, a, Will. she's a fisher. Of course it is. So. Unless you're talking about Claire Lafar, which I'll also say yes. <laughs> okay, so we have, uh, do, do you want to do the voice of mail? Yes, I have it queued up. I wish I had a love that hour podcast promo to play. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, FisherCast. This is Ina from Norway. I'm calling in with some feedback for the general series. Uh, I, I haven't caught up on season five uh, to where you are just now. I am watching the second episode. But as soon as I'm done with this feedback, I'm going to do a little marathon and hopefully get caught up to you soon. Um, and I'm really enjoying this uh, podcast of yours. I started listening to it in the summer. And it's a great way to re-experience the show, which I love. Thank you. I watched the whole series uh, in, I think it was uh, 2006. Uh, my little sister, she gave me the first season for my birthday present. Aww. And I really loved it. Uh, got really into it and watched the whole thing. Uh, in retrospect, I really can't remember much other than season one and season five. So I don't know how much that says about the show, but uh, I really love the characters, the, their dysfunctional family relationships. And uh, it's uh, especially the last season has really stuck with me for many years. It's a really emotional journey. So uh, that, that's it for me this time. And keep up the good work. I'm loving your little uh, recaps and uh, analysis and some small detours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Ina has got the cutest voice ever. I wish I had a cute girly voice. <laughs> Thank you, Ina. Also, you know, sure, it's an emotional journey. If by emotional you mean being torn between not giving a crap about the people and hating them. <laughs> I think Des knows what she's getting for her birthday now. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Who wants to read Matt? I will. Okay. Okay. Hey, Rero, Rero. <laughs> There you hey, weren't Des, last. You're first now. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> Although Scooby Doo is writing the email, is it, so it must be Rayro. Rayro. Anyway, <clears throat> we're in the final five episodes, and this episode is definitely setting up the series Endgame. Can't get into specifics, you know why? So here are stray thoughts. Darwin Awards seem a little superfluous this week. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Not that I wanted to see it, but how exactly did that car not hit any of the dogs? Dogs weren't there. 
They were imaginary dogs. <laughs> I've said it. The we're dog, all thinking it. The dogs Let's stopped. <laughs> <laughs> dogs are smarter than people. Um, when Rico is the one scolding you on your job, well, at least his subplot wasn't completely worthless this week, as his butting heads with the Fisher brothers tied into the main story. Anyone else hope all of Claire's artist friends died off camera? No. <laughs> no. No. Unless they murdered <clears throat> each other, then I'd be okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Guess her soul-deadening job has its perks. Some distance from her band of idiots has shown her just how sad their lives are. Team douchebag co-workers. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I voted that the co-workers were the douchebags, too. <laughs> oh, wait. They, okay, if they are, but they're not the... Yeah. Oh, I'm so That's what he means, I think. Yeah. Keith's backsliding a little bit, but considering Jarrell's background, this wouldn't be an easy transition. Uh, Ruth with her hair down, for fans of that. Yay. It's nice to see her not be shrill for once, and George is nowhere to be found, but Hiram is. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie, for telling Brenda to shut the fuck up. <laughs> if only we could have that in every episode. She sucks worse than Rico. Even whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. I'm just I reading disagree. it. Just let me Moira, I can't believe you, wrote, you said that. I know, Moira. What the hell? <laughs> She sucks worse than Rico, even if she has every right to be angry with Nate's not great decision to spend more time with Maggie. Man, the affairs on Maury are less depressing than this one. <laughs> Narm! Narm! Okay, I don't get that. Num- Narm! Narm! What's Narm? That's what he was saying when he fell over. Oh, uh, Nam Arm. Oh. Arm. Thank you. I even recreated I thought it, it was an acronym, acronym that I didn't know. Anyway, Fisher of the Week, I'm giving to Claire again. Despite the corporate gig and listening to Ducci Talk Radio. <laughs> Come on, iTunes began supporting podcasts the summer this episode aired. Get on it, 2005 Claire. She seems to be growing up a bit. I give this one 8 out of 10 possibly racist crematorium sellers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Awesome. Thank you. I'll read Brad's. Okay. Brad writes, singing for our lives. <clears throat> this Quaker nonsense is the, ap- is the absolute worst. <clears throat> Who's more smug and awful, Nate and the Quakers or the writers of this show? <laughs> hey, lawyer douche, stop awkwardly groping everything on Claire's desk, you weirdy weirdo. Rico thinks funeral homes require marketing. He also is thinking about having sex with a corpse. <laughs> See? <laughs> He's what we call an idea man in the business of being the worst. <laughs> Nate is almost as awful as Brenda in the last episode. Ed Begley Jr. is finally back in the mix. Hurrah! Nate is a moron. He's as equally awful as his repulsively selfish wife. I hope they go down in flames together. Claire is incompetent. Why is she giving Russell credit for her work? Ugh, she deserves clumsy hands McBoring, attorney at law. <laughs> I never want to hear about Maggie's landing strip ever again. (laughs) Ever. I I was sick of that, too. (laughs) I know. We totally glossed over that. Yeah. Yay, I hope Nate is dead. But I'm sure these hacky writers have more awful cheap tricks ahead. The writing is on the wall. Manzies, Ruth is the only reasonable, likable person in this episode. Oh, well, I don't know. Mm. Disagree with half of that, I think. <laughs> but still, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> totally entertained. <laughs> so, um, 
I was going to say something. Oh, um, I revised my prediction. It is going to be Nate dies by the season in. <laughs> Remember, I was like saying it wasn't going to be him. Oh, uh, you can't do that now. <laughs> my I'm predicting things. I can change it whenever I want. Okay. Nostradamus who pops up the- after JFK's assassination is like, yeah, I called that. <laughs> I can wait until like I watch the season finale and say, or the series finale and say, I predict this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Do what you want. That's how psychics do it. It's your show. Exactly. <laughs> There's only one brown in this show and it's not Sylvia. Boom. <laughs> anyway, last rights, uh, final rating, ratings on, this, on the episode. Uh, who went first? Who went last? Uh, let's just start with Moira. I'll go. Okay, Des. Okay. Um, I actually liked this episode. Uh, I enjoyed, because um, oh, the last one I didn't like. Um, I enjoyed most of the storylines. I love seeing the art school people again. I, I guess I realized I liked them more than I thought. Or maybe I liked them better in small doses. That's probably what it is. Um but, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the episode, uh, except for the fact that it was a major cliffhanger. That annoys me. But other than that, other than that, it was fun. And I'm really, I can't wait to see the next episode for one. Um, so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it eight out of ten diaper shits during lap dances. Oh, God. Thanks a lot for stealing my rating <laughs> system. The, awful, awful. How could I not use it? It's the best part. <laughs> All right. Can I go? And you can think up a new rating system yeah, later while I'm talking. <laughs> okay. I really love this episode. I think because there was so much forward movement in the characters. Like David and Keith are sorting out the boys and it looks like they are going to make a go of it and it's going to be all right. And Keith is going to be able to, you know, not not actually hit one of the children, which would be great. Um, right. even, even Ruth moving... <laughs> toward Hiram, you know, like I, I was dissing it, but it's still at least, you know, it's a positive move for her. She's doing something that's fun and we don't have to watch her being shrill and shrieky all the time. So that's kind of nice. Um, Claire, I really already mentioned that she's, you know, getting better touch with herself. I think it was awesome watching her uh, look back on her, on her um, art school friends and be able to see some differences and some growth in herself. That was neat. Nate is an absolute idiot, but it did give us a pretty funky ending to this series, to the you know the episode. So that kind of made me happy. Um, I liked Jackie telling Brenda off. Somebody needs to tell Brenda off because Brenda's highly intelligent and thinks too much in her own head, and someone needs to tell her what's what sometimes. So that was cool. And I even liked uh, the Rico and Vanessa scene because at least, as you said, I think Des and everybody that it was very honest and it was good to see Vanessa come clean with what she's been feeling instead of just acting the bish all, all the time. So I love this one. I am going to give it nine and a half out of 10 giant pseudo phallic lollipops. Son of a bitch. You stole my rating system. <laughs> <laughs> These women, man, come on. Women, yeah. they're terrible. All <laughs> right. Well, while you think of one, Robin, here I go. Everything Moira said pretty much sums up what I thought. I'm especially looking forward to the misery that Nate will have to hopefully go through. I hope he's a vegetable. I hope he has to get either a rascal or a hover around. I hope hope he suffers, (laughs) suffers, suffers. Um, The only fate that would be perfect for him would be the pit of despair. But I don't think they're going to write that into the show. 
<laughs> so I really enjoyed this episode a lot. I thought that it went in some directions that I thought showed some growth here and there. Um, and I really am enjoying it a lot more than I enjoyed the last one. So I'm going to give this one. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Um, I'm going to give this one 10 out of 10 Puerto Rican vaginas. <laughs> wow. If I could make a Photoshop, it would be uh, Lirio screaming, this is Sparta, kicking Nate into the pit while Moira and Des cheer him on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I really love this episode, and uh, I am definitely giving it a perfect score because there is... Um, there's growth in some characters, and then there's crazy, crazy, crazy stuff going on with others. It's definitely um, good television, uh, no matter what anybody says. And uh, Steph, we missed you this week. Um, <laughs> hope you like Dragon Con. Get back to us. Uh, so uh, I would, I'm just going to quickly say 10 out of 10, NARMS. <laughs> so let's bury this box of plastic silverware. Um, on iTunes, we have... A star rating system. Love to have lots of stars, lots of reviews. Let's send us off in style, why don't you? Um, yeah, and uh, of course, if you don't like the iTunes, download us on Downcast. Uh, and you can find us on fishercast.blogspot.com. All our episodes are there, even our old ones. Wow. Mm. And you can write to us or send us a voice memo, uh, fishercast1 at gmail.com. We don't mind them coming in just under the wire. In fact, I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. You can also check out the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash fishercast. Awesome. And uh, Des, where can we find you on the web? What's all with Stephen Des.blogspot.com. Okay, that sounded like it ended with a period. Um, That's all speed. I mean, gosh, if they don't know by now, if they're new listeners with this episode, uh, it's too bad. Illyrio. That's me. Where can we find you? Everywhere. Potential cast, potential cast. Uh, yep, yep, the last airbender podcast. Hopefully to get uh, some new scheduling for that one so we can actually be productive. And there's podcast, of course. Uh, and I think... I'm on FisherCast, too, but that's just a rumor. <laughs> and uh, you can find uh, Moira slapping Rico out of his fantasy before he has sex with a corpse, as well <laughs> as... Uh, wake up! Um, as well as... Uh, uh, snap out of it! <laughs> uh, snap out of it! Um, on Twitter, at Moira Brown, with an E at the end. You can find me here, of course, and uh, also on Redemption Cast, and soon intro to x but of course uh that's not until after the green hearse drives into the sunset so uh hurry up what hurry up yeah hurry up I'm waiting for that one. damn it four episodes left <laughs> hey you're holding me Yay! up you guys <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um that's it for fisher cast this week next week your homework is season five episode nine Ecotone or Echotone. I'm not really quite sure. We'll figure it out next week. Uh, as- Is that a medical term, Moira? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe they were giving us a clue with the title. Mm, as nope. for seeking for our lives, we therefore commit this episode to the ground. Ashes to ashes. To ashes dust, and dust, 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 dust to dust. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Norm. Bye. Bye. Auf Wiedersehen. Maybe five.
maybe straightening his tie. Maybe in a house, all hidden by a hill. She's sitting playing piano. He's sitting paying a bill. Bet you they're young. Bet you they're smart. Bet they collect things like ashtrays and art. Bet you they're good. Why shouldn't they be? Their one mistake was giving up me. So maybe now it's time. And maybe when I wake, they'll be there calling me Pop. 